Welcome to MedSider.com, where you can learn from a mix of experienced medical device mentors through uncut and unedited interviews. Now, here's your host, Scott Nelson. Hey everyone, it's Scott Nelson. Just a few quick messages before we get started. First, as a reminder, MedSider is on iTunes. Just do an iTunes search for MedSider and you can subscribe to the podcast for free. That way, all the new interviews will automatically download to your iTunes account. It's super easy. Also, if you like the podcast, don't forget to rate it. That really helps us out. A couple other ways you can follow MedSider. Subscribe to our email newsletter, like us on Facebook, or join our LinkedIn group. Second, since 2005, my friend Ryan Gray has been helping thousands of medical sales professionals keep an edge on the competition. He gathered a team of sales managers and top sales reps to discover the best ideas and practices that drive more business and yield the most commissions. Their findings are highlighted in the number one medical sales book of all time, the Medical Sales Desk Reference. You can find the Medical Sales Desk Reference at Amazon.com or go to Ryan's website at VendiziGroup.com. That's V-E-N-D-E-S-I-G-R-O-U-P.com. Now here's your program. Hello, everyone. It's Scott Nelson, and welcome to MedSider, home for ambitious medical device and medtech upstarts. Uh, for those of you who are new to the program, this is a show where I interview interesting and dynamic people in the uh, medtech and medical device arenas. And on today's call, we have Randall Richner. She is the founder of NeoCure Group, which is a consulting firm specializing in health policy, reimbursement strategy, health economics, and global planning uh, for biopharma and medtech companies. So welcome to the call, Randall. appreciate you taking some time uh, this morning. Great. Wonderful. Thank you, Scott. Okay, so um, I, I definitely want to get into what NeoCure is. I want to learn about, learn about uh, your background as well because I think it's very interesting. But let's start out with maybe a, a, a recent case study of how you helped one of your clients because I think that will give the audience a, a, a little, uh, kind of a snapshot or at least a peek into what you do at NeoCure. Okay. A small cardiovascular company just called me about six months ago and showed me a policy that uh, local coverage policy in the Northeast and asked me if it was going to essentially affect their technology, would they be at risk or of being carved out of the market with this local coverage policy. Uh, there was a big player. There's, they were two, there's essentially two or three players in this space. And the bigger cardiovascular company had essentially worked with the local carrier and, and carved out their indication mm. uh, in this small policy. So within a week, I had to work with this, this small company and say, indeed, this, this was a very serious problem, and rally the societies, physician groups, and others to... Uh, write in immediately to the local carrier to say that carving out this one indication would have severe ramifications to the patients and to uh, treatment of you know with this uh, with this if this technology wasn't available. So we fast forward two months, and fortunately, because of that major effort, we were able to get that uh, local policy changed hmm. to include the indication for this. But if they hadn't called, or and this is showing again sort of some naivety about local coverage policies and monitoring and how important that is, that one policy can lead to other policies and you can essentially be shut right out of the market. So mm -hmm. it was great that they called and uh, we tried to react to that. But again, this is not how you want to work sure. when you have a small company. Right. So that was... Um, 
but again, because of our connections and my long experience in the cardiovascular space, I was able to make some phone calls and, you know, get this, uh, get this done. But it was a real education for this uh, small cardiovascular company. Okay, great. That's a, that's a, uh, that, that's a really interesting story. And I don't want to really go into a lot of details, but I think that helps paint the, uh, paint a little bit of, uh, of a picture uh, for the audience of what, of what you do at NeoCure. And so, uh, starting there, um, can you provide a just a brief overview first of what uh, you folks do at New York? I know it's a lot, but just a brief overview, and then we'll get into a little bit about uh, your background. We make sure that products are paid. Okay. We essentially follow the money. So whether it's in the U.S. or globally, it's important to understand the the food chain, the the dollars. Um, if so any technology at, at various points may have barriers or opportunities to payment. So we look at what those are, you know, based on the stakeholder, the physician, the hospitals, the payers, and, uh, you know, those are the primary markets. So we look at all of those stakeholders and where they see value and essentially who gets paid what along that continuum. Okay. So that requires a, a whole set of skills, especially in the U.S., given the complexity of our healthcare system, that you often find the uh, monetary incentives are different uh, depending upon, you know, the physician payment or the hospital payment or whether or not there's value to the overall payer, which would be, you know, Medicare or the commercial payers in the U.S. So there's many nuances associated with all of that, and so I need to have a a group of technical experts that um, know all of those various um, stakeholder payment systems uh, in order to provide the right information to the technology. Sure. Okay. I like your uh, I like your ten second uh, little elevator uh, elevator pitch at the very, very beginning when you when you said uh, we help we help med tech or medical device companies get paid. <laughs> yeah. And obviously it entails a lot more than that, but that's a, yeah, that's a great little, right. little intro. Cause that's the truth. That's really the truth. So, um, yeah, we'll often find that we, I get somebody there. I, I love med tech. I love medical technology, uh, in, inventors. And they often will come to me with great ideas, great technology. And I can almost do like five second dating and say, well, that's a wonderful product, but you're never going to get paid for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the kind of advice that we give early on uh, as well as to investors as to what we think the payment systems will support or not for any of these technologies, uh, looking at it in a, in a global fashion as well, recognizing that there are so many barriers and hurdles now in the U.S. that many of the technologies are starting in Europe, and uh, we, but we still take that into account and, and look at what it might mean to them when they try to market in the U.S. ultimately. Okay, okay. And that, that, that's interesting because I think um, from my standpoint and maybe uh, from the standpoint of most of my audience, they think, okay, I've got this new device. Um, either it's not currently being offered in the space today or the other providers are not adequate enough. So, hey, this makes sense. But what you're saying is even though it may make sense or maybe it may seem obvious, you know, it, what, what's, what's the, the bigger, the bigger question is how are you going to get paid for that? You know, how are you going to get reimbursed to that? So, uh, that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a kind of a, 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 a paradigm shift, I guess, for, uh, probably for, for me as well as most of my audience. So that's great. So let, um, 
That, I, I think that that gives me a, a little bit better understanding of what Neo Cure Group is. Uh, but can you provide um, provide us a little bit of a of a background um, to how you how you came up through the ranks and now uh, you know as and now the the founder and president of of Neo Cure? Right. Well, you know, originally I, I was a nurse, so I have the the background of knowing what. Uh, how technology works on patients, <laughs> so that it gives me mm-hmm. a, a unique perspective. So I was I did that for many years, and then went on to the pharmaceutical industry, where I was very interested in terms of patient outcomes with with drugs, and essentially you know worked uh, with a variety of different pharmaceutical companies, worked overseas, worked in in Europe on showing how drugs uh, were cost effective or important to governments. Uh, you know, in the beginning, I actually worked with the uh, authors of NICE and looked at what comparative effectiveness meant or cost effectiveness meant to the UK in developing those kind of guidelines that you know are now referenced all the time for technology and uh, and drugs. So I did that for several years, but got very bored with just studying asthma or just studying, you know, one particular disease area mm-hmm. and found out about Boston Scientific in 1997, which I thought was fantastic in terms of understanding the impact of new technologies quickly and how it was replacing standard therapy. And it was very exciting as a researcher to be able to look at those opportunities and advantages of of um, impact on on value and and payment, so it was a it was a great experience at BSC because they had so many novel products that were really changing care, mm-hmm. and um, so within that role, I built a infrastructure in the company on a global basis uh, that really thought about what the outcomes were on patients. So we built the data capabilities, the health economic capabilities, the the reimbursement and payment capabilities, as well as the government advocacy group that um, all are necessary for achieving a success in payment for a technology. So we built that uh, internally, and we're essentially a, an internal consulting firm to the company. Hmm. At the end of 2006, I decided to go off on my own and have almost replicated that with Neocure, where we have a group of people that I trust and appreciate because they, most of them have backgrounds in companies and understand how important it is to uh, develop a strategy that's based on a return on investment um, to the company. So we understand that. We know all of the uh, components of, of getting that done. Uh, and it, it, not one person has the expertise to be able to shepherd something through. You mm-hmm. need to have a whole range of skill sets, uh, data analytics and health economics. And the, the key uh, area that's critical, though, is understanding the payment systems uh, and what that means for achieving a success for your product and make sure it's got the right um, payment attributes that will get it get it uh, through, through the system okay so that you can sell to the hospital or that so the physician gets paid sufficiently for 
doing the procedure or that the payer recognizes that if they adopt something that might be more expensive, that it pays off in the long run uh, because of the impact it has on patient adverse events or in uh, improvement in health. Okay. So with that, with that in mind, our Neocures, you know, in, includes experts in all of those different areas. Okay. And you, you mentioned that you mentioned that some of your team, or, or maybe most of your team, has experience um, kind of in the corporate world. So, how, how big of a difference does that make in, when you know when you're consulting and you're working with your your uh, your clients now? Well, I find that if you look uh, over the reimbursement firms that have this is the reimbursement firms across the U.S. Mm-hmm. I mean, they generally um, have a they're usually brought up as consultants and they understand certain aspects of of what it means to develop a product from birth to to commercialization sure. and uh they they don't understand you know that whole continuum all the issues that you have with R&D the interplay between FDA and your regulatory strategy and how that's so intimately linked to uh, to uh, premium payment. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, having the corporate experience, I know what it takes, you know, to do all of that and how important it is to have that group of um, perspectives from clinical, regulatory, and marketing, and uh, reimbursement to have all of that together is critical for the success. So I often find consulting firms that specialize in reimbursement really don't understand all of those um, intricacies and interplay between those between those um, specialties and how it needs to be it needs to be orchestrated. So I often give the example that with Neocure what we have is we, we, we build essentially an orchestra score, and we know that we have to bring in the percussion at certain times or the strings <laughs> that we know that we have to bring in, you know, that it's important at, at the early stages to, to be very, uh, to have a full understanding of the research and development of the product and what kinds and where it's, you know, how it's going to be used in the body and where and how that's so important because ultimately how you get paid matters about how it's actually introduced into the body and and how it may or may not be used in the body. And so all of that matters, um, again, in terms of your regular stru- uh, regulatory strategy, too, whether or not you have the right predicate device because often the predicate device is referenced in terms of payment. Hmm. So there's a real disconnect between what I see in terms of the reimbursement firms that give advice that don't understand that relationship as well as my team does. Okay. And so, so you, and you, you yeah. call that the orchestra score? Yes, okay. it's an orchestra score. I, I just jotting, and jotting down some notes. That's, that's unique. I wanted to make sure I had that correctly. Right, yeah. and you know, and, and again, our reimbursement strategy, strategy, quote unquote, reimbursement strategy, includes a combination of building evidence, meaning working with the clinical group to uh, establish what kind of outcomes are necessary to collect within the trials, to 
looking at how, again, the physician gets, gets paid, which means that you have to have what's called a CPT strategy. And that has to be started early, early on before commercialization. And some of the elements that are necessary for getting the physician paid and getting the CPT code also include gathering evidence. So that also has to happen early on. But then we also have the issue of the hospitals, and they have a very unique um, understanding of payment and whether it's delivered or uh, the procedure is done in the inpatient versus the outpatient versus the ambulatory care setting versus the physician's office. Any of those sites of service all have different payment incentives, and the hospital could lose money on the technology where the physician might make money, and so you have to understand that early on as well. So we... And then uh, the, the final thing that's very critical is whether they're going to be primarily Medicare patients versus commercial pay. Hey there, it's Scott, and thanks for listening in so far. The rest of this conversation is only available via our private podcast for MedSider Premium members. If you're not a premium member yet, you should definitely consider signing up. You'll get full access to the entire library of interviews dating back to 2010. This includes conversations with experts like Renee Ryan, CEO of Cala Health, Nadim Yared, CEO of CVRX, and so many others. As a premium member, you'll get to join live interviews with these incredible medical device and health technology entrepreneurs. In addition, you'll get a copy of every volume of MedSider Mentors at no additional cost. To learn more, head over to MedSiderRadio.com forward slash premium. Again, that's MedSiderRadio.com forward slash premium.